What's going on, everybody? You listen to Seggy Stations. Man, that's nickname was last say with no shame. Monday, May 17, 2021. Hope all is well out there, everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Nick Seglin here. You listen to Seggy Station Podcast. I got some solo smoke today. Great time to be a sports fan. Shout out to my friend Rich and his new fiance. Been dating for such a long time. Recently engaged this past weekend. Off to a trip to Mexico. Won't be able to make the podcast today, but would love to be able to catch up on some NBA, obviously, with Rich. Much love to my friend Chu. Haven't heard much from him, but the MLB has been great. Mets have been doing pretty fire, and I'm sure he's got something to say about that. Hopefully, we catch up at some point. Shout out to Dukes. Football season getting closer and closer. I'm sure he's excited about that in the NBA playoffs. I certainly am. Great time to be a fan of the NBA. The NBA play-in. Playoffs are now set. Playing is set, which will now begin Tuesday, Wednesday. Conclude the rest of the week with the playoffs starting up this weekend. 17 of the 20 seeds were not decided yet as of last day of the regular season. Yesterday, 15 games, all teams slated. Big slate in the NBA, obviously, is the finale of an unprecedented regular season comes to an end. The play-in, inaugural play-in in the NBA is now set. Lots to get into there. Obviously, the NBA playoffs. The WNBA kicking off its 25th season. PGA Championship week on the PGA Tour. Obviously, the NFL constantly gets some time in the airwaves, and there's plenty to touch on with the season getting closer and closer by the day as the time continues to zip on by. Crazy that we're almost into the month of June here, 2021. Obviously, a lot of things changing, trying to return to normal with experts saying you're going to have people lying about the vaccine once you get rid of these mask rules. It's a whole bunch of stuff with stadiums packed, people now back in large gathering type of settings, not only at sporting events, but just in general with things trying to get back to the quote-unquote normal. We'll see how it impacts the sports world, and obviously it impacted the sports world 2020-2021 seasons that are either getting into playoffs with the NHL, kicking off their playoff. You got playoff hockey and obviously full brackets and scheduled events, dates and times up in the NHL with that. Sports really popping off and lots to get into in that regard today. Going to get through some of that solo. Appreciate all love and support, obviously. Shown to the podcast. Go always follow along on my Instagram or Twitter page at Seggy Station. Still got a live version up of the podcast on my Twitch stream. It's underscore Seggy underscore G. Still got the podcast up on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Podbean, a few other sites. Hopefully you get your podcast there. Right now it's time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Seggy Straight Talk. Microphone. It's always direct. Time to reflect. Absolutely fired up to be back. Feeling a lot better today. Definitely think I had a concussion, but I am back. Feeling a little bit more normal and excited to jump into the sports world, sports talk. Let's get into it. Let me start with this. So, I did a pod on Thursday. I probably shouldn't have done it because I was slightly concussed. But I've been talking to a lot of people, obviously, about what happened to me on Thursday after work. Uh, Obviously, the reactions are going to be what they are, and I totally respect them from the people that I know. Um, My dad wasn't really too happy about it, of course. My boss, my brother, pretty much everyone that I talked to. Um, I'm sure my friends wouldn't be either if I also uh, told them about 
letting a guy go with the pass. I don't know if they listen to the pod or not, but here's the thing about that. Uh, you know, I didn't want to ruin the guy's day. I hope that somebody would be that nice to me. I honestly thought my car was way more messed up than it was, not only the back end, but I'm lucky my front end, obviously not hitting any cars in front of me. Um, like I mentioned in my podcast, I think I was more messed up than my car and the guy was nice about it. Uh, I probably could have took some money from him and got it fixed, but I really genuinely don't have time for that. And like I said, uh, you know, just the fact that my car really wasn't that messed up. It's not like my bumper's hanging off or nothing. Nothing really happened realistically. Um, and in the moment I probably was a little out of it and I probably should have called somebody, but I don't really have too many people to call. The moral of this story is talking to my man, Randy, shout out to my guy, Randy at work, much, uh, much love to a friend and Randy who I can talk to pretty much about anything. Uh, he pretty much told me something. He's told me a lot of things that made me definitely overthink and think about a lot of great things, sports, non-sports, whatever it is, life. Uh, perception isn't reality, man. And unfortunately I didn't think about this at the time, but now people are basically going to be like, Oh, this dude doesn't know how to drive. He's backing into shit. He's bumping into shit. Um, when realistically I got absolutely nailed from behind, uh, probably should have at least figured out a way to get my stuff fixed, not only in the moment, but just going forward. And now I'm going to be looked at as a guy that fucking bumps into shit and doesn't know how to drive. Uh, you know, I didn't really think about that at the time. And you see this not only in regular situations like this in life, relationships, whatever it is, uh, the truth can always be made out of what people think is the actual case when really you don't even know what the real situation might be. I mean, I see this with Kyrie Irving this week with his recent comments about, you know, not being really focused on basketball, even though he does it 24 seven, he's absolutely balling out and the Nets lock up the number two seed, which they haven't been that legit. I don't think ever. Um, Kyrie Irving clearly is an impactful player on that team. Hopefully he's there to give them a playoff push. Um, but people don't talk about the fact that he's given millions of dollars of his own to not only homeless, but HBCUs and pandemic support and all the stuff that he does. So realistically, him making comments as much as you may disagree with them or not, the perception is not always reality of the situation. Um, everyone's going to take their own thing out of certain things and that's just what life is. Um, unfortunately, if you think about that stuff more often than not, you find yourself kind of second guessing and figuring, oh, is anyone really into this or supporting this or following that? It's, it's really a bunch of bullshit. And I respect Kyrie. I respect people that you can talk to and they at least seem genuine, uh, at least seem like they care um, want to listen to what you're saying. And, you know, that's hard to find, I think, in today's society, um, especially not only with the social media, but the regular media, sports media, and everything that you can just comment on on a daily basis, even a thing like I do, which is a podcast. And not everyone's going to be into the whole podcast scene. I can appreciate that, but I also feel like it provides at least people that have passion in sports or talking about things like myself, uh, to at least be able to say and get some of their feelings out there for people that support them to hear. And it means a lot to me for all the people that do support me and talking to my sports. Uh, so much love to all of you. Much love to my friends, Randy, everybody who's 
doing some great things right now. Uh, I saw, you know, a couple posts from some friends on Instagram, uh, going back to high school, uh, graduating doctor status, everyone getting married, having kids. Uh, great to see that, man. Absolutely fantastic for all the people that I know, even if I'll never talk to them again. Uh, good to see a lot of people doing well. Um, you know, I like to think I'm at least trying my best to do the best I can, uh, do as well as I can. And I like where at least my podcast is at, uh, being able to get on here, rip some of the sports talk and feel like I've at least bursted outside my bubble comfort zone a little bit to reach a dream, a passion of mine that I've always had going back to since I was a little kid. Um, and listening to sports talk on a daily basis, getting shit for it. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy that. I thoroughly enjoy talking to random people, members, friends, strangers about sports topics, whatever it is. Because to me, I find passion in that. And obviously, I'm going to have a lot of passion to discuss what's going on, obviously, with the NBA play-in, playoffs. So I'm going to do that now. What a great situation for the NBA. Um, you know, going into the last day of the season, 17 to 20 seeds were not decided in the NBA in terms of playing actual playoff situations. You had a lot of clinching situations yesterday, the regular season finale of the NBA, and it provided some impactful playoff-like basketball for not only uh, this Last game, obviously, with everybody playing on the same day yesterday, games leading into it, basically playoff games for the Wizards for a month, playoff games for Steph Curry and the Warriors for a week. Um, it provided much more impactful basketball throughout the entire season, made the regular season seem much more meaningful. A lot of the knocks on the NBA, um, also setting up more of this NCAA-like feel with the play-in tournament and the inaugural situation where you're going to have the 9-10, 7-8, and all the situations you now have that are firmly set in stone with the regular season now concluding 72 games um every every team getting those in obviously the break in the middle and the all-star game and everything that went down with that happening and people not wanting to happen everything the season is now concluded obviously the matchups are set and there'll be some more matchups to wait and see once the plan is concluded but I think the NBA has accomplished what they set out to do with this play-in tournament. As much as you hear some of the gripe back from players, owners, management, whatever you want to see, this is exciting for the fans. This is exciting for sports fans, basketball fans, NBA fans, and just in general, the environment with now fans getting back into the stands um, is going to be electric with the way some of these teams are playing, some of these all-star type, superstar, elite, all-time type players are playing. And with everything on the line, now the regular season being concluded, all teams being eliminated and sent home for the season, um, it's going to be meaningful basketball, obviously, from here on out. And that's only something that, as a sports fan, an NBA fan, if you're into it, uh, is something to look forward to. I'm obviously fired up. Um, looking forward to touching on the play-in. After those are now being set, Lakers fall into the play-in. They're going to have to play the Warriors. Uh, you're going to have a 7-8 matchup between the Celtics and Wiz. Then you're going to have 9-10 in the West, Grizzlies versus the Spurs, with the East being the Pacers versus the Hornets. Lots of intriguing stuff to discuss there, with obviously some matchups and all those seedings being set 6 and above, basically yesterday, with the Blazers picking up a win, uh, clinching a 6-seed, 
Dame Lillard clinching the dude's house after he needed 42 wins and reaching out to him on social media um, only in 2021. Uh, it's pretty crazy to uh, follow some of this stuff in sports, obviously. Um, not only some of these guys' personal lives, but them reaching out to regular old people like us on Twitter. Um, it is cool. I think that's part of the digital world we live in and uh that's something at least you gotta appreciate let me touch on these play-in games i'll touch on seven and eight in both conferences first starting with the west shout out to my dude rich can't believe the lakers actually fell to the play-in tournament with what i saw back on February 12th, the 99% chance the Lakers would avoid the play-in situation. Um, 32 triple-doubles shy of Oscar Robinson's record was Russell Westbrook. Stephen Curry was 2.9 points per game back in the scoring title race. And that was the last time the Nets' big three played together prior to this past Saturday. The Nets clinch a number two seed. Obviously, a lot has happened since then. Um, not only in the NBA, but all sports. And it's crazy to see on a daily basis just how fast time actually goes by. Everything ripping on in sports, things trying to get back to normal, people trying to get vaccinated and get back to a normalcy of their lives. Many other people just doing that anyways. Some people following protocols, some people not. I mean, the protocols are just kind of all over the place wherever you go right now. I, I don't really understand any of that anymore. Um, it seems to be, like I kind of always said about this thing, uh, you're either going to get it, you're either going to have it, or you already had it. Um, it's just kind of the unfortunate reality, I think. Uh, plenty of people can have their perceptions about this whole thing. Uh, I certainly have. I've been plenty scared of this whole thing. Um, I think i got to get into this more mindset where... <clears throat> Can't be really scared all the time. Uh, it's not really a great way to feel on a constant basis, especially when you got other shit going on. Um, so I think, you know, plenty of people I know have gotten vaccinated. Plenty of people I know keep telling me to get vaccinated. I don't know if it's going to be something I actually end up doing. Um, we'll see. But I'm still just kind of going on wearing my mask and washing my hands. I keep my distance as much as I can. I don't really know what else to say about that, but I do think it is interesting to see the impact of not only that in sports, them getting through a season when I checked out and saw that there was a list of guys that played all 72 games in this year's NBA regular season, and the list is not that long. Um, I know Nikola Jokic makes that list, and a lot of the reasons he's getting talks of being the clear front runner at MVP is because of that, but I do think uh, it does bring up some interesting stuff. But this list is pretty wild: Dwayne Bacon, R.J. Barrett, Bojan Bogdanovic, Mikel Bridges, Anthony Edwards, Justin Holiday, Nikola Jokic, Ennis Cantor, Georges Niang, Duncan Robinson, and Zubac. That is the list of players in the NBA that played all 72 games this season, and I do think. It's wild to see that we made it to the end. 7-8 here with the Lakers and Warriors. Uh, 
I think anything can happen with this series. Steph Curry winning his second scoring title, which um, is literally he's the second only uh, second oldest player to Michael Jordan of the above the age of 33 to do so. Uh, he led the team with 32 points per game, oldest to win a scoring title since MJ, as I just mentioned. 38 30-point games, most since MJ, 337 threes, which led the NBA fourth 303 season, most ever. 7-10-3 games, uh, games, uh, which is the most ever. 5.3 threes made per game, which is the most ever, and he broke the Warriors' all-time scoring record just this season. Uh, He joins an elite list of players to... Only win multiple scoring titles, MVPs, and NBA titles in NBA history. MJ, Wilt, Kareem, and now Steph. But we have to keep in to account here that he is facing LeBron James. LeBron James did mention we're playing, in my mind, the MVP of this season, Steph Curry. Um, in a winner-take-all situation, obviously anything can happen. Steph Curry can go out of his mind. This will be the fifth time in the last seven years where Steph Curry and LeBron James meet in the postseason. Um, obviously they know each other very well. LeBron James, most 25 point per game seasons in NBA history. He now has 17. He's done that in 17 straight seasons and the list stops at players to do it. 12 straight seasons, Jordan, Durant, Kobe, and Malone. Uh, LeBron James, if he's healthy and Anthony Davis is healthy and Schroeder is there, I do think they can beat the Warriors. I do think the Warriors can still beat either the Grizzlies or or the Spurs, and I do also believe that the Lakers would do so as well. It'll be interesting to see if the Lakers are trying to maybe face the Jazz instead of the Suns. Uh, is there strategy involved in this to not only the play-in being instituted, but these teams potentially wanting to have certain matchups? Because let's just be real here. The Clippers lost back-to-back games to the Rockets and Thunder. Uh, they potentially lost those on purpose, so they didn't have to face the Lakers if they were the sixth seed. I certainly think that could be a valid argument. Uh, we saw this with plenty of other teams. We saw some teams that decided to not do that in the Milwaukee Bucks, and now they have a rematch of last year's matchup in the playoffs, 3-6 in the East. Um, obviously an interesting series there. Uh, but I do think both the Lakers and Warriors have a chance to be 7-8, and eight, regardless of what they are. Uh, we'll pick the Lakers in that 7-8 game even though I do think Steph Curry can go out of his mind. Second career scoring title uh, for Steph Curry. Uh, Obviously, he's playing ridiculous um, right now. Uh, Not much to say about how unreal he was to not only get the Warriors to the eighth seed, but just how hot he can get, um, how consistent he was towards the end of this season, Uh, and the fact that he had 46 nine-made threes on nine assists. Uh, leading the Warriors to the W and clinching the eighth seed in the West just yesterday. Uh, 33 in the second half, 17 in the third quarter. Uh, dude's absolutely on fire. And that could happen pretty much at any time. I think he probably has to go for 60 for them to beat the Lakers. Uh, but who knows? His connection with Draymond Green, Draymond Green, and everything he provides to the team. Uh, could definitely be a interesting series. All right, I got off track and took a little longer on that one, but I'll switch into the West 9-10 game as I do think this should have been Grizzlies-Pelicans if Zion didn't go down with his incredible season he was having. 
uh, mentioned that last podcast. Grizzlies are a snotty team for me. I love John Morant. I love the fact that he's able to keep this team not only in the play-in situation, but at least making potentially a playoff berth by being in the play-in situation. I do think they can beat the Spurs. Um, as my brother is basically saying, they should have beat the Warriors yesterday. I don't know about that. I mean, Steph Curry, you're not able, you can't guard this dude if he's going like that. It's unreal video game mode. And I mean, that's MVP like to me. It'll be interesting to see who wins this MVP. And I got a side bet with Rich. Um, I don't even know if I'm worried about it or not, but we'll see. He gave me the field against Jokic, which I don't know. I guess I had to take that Uh, because I don't think Jokic should be the MVP or is the MVP of this league this year and even though he's putting up incredible numbers and played all 72 games i i don't know if that to me is the main factor um i think winning being up there first in the east if you're the sixers first in the east if you're or first in the west if you were the suns but you weren't able to do that jazz obviously don't have an mvp so it seems to be he has a chance to lock it up but a lot of potential buzz around steph curry obviously for that as well um spurs the fact that they're even there is kind of wild. The fact that they were selling at the playoff deadline time and they end up still being there. I think the Pelicans would have been there if they weren't shutting dudes down and playing a G League team. Um, be interesting to see what happens to Pelicans this offseason, what some of the moves they make with obviously rumors surrounding Lonzo Ball. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how the playoff, the play-in, I'm sorry, goes not only in the West but in the East. I'm fired up to... See those games starting Tuesday, then transferring over to Wednesday, and then concluding with, I believe, Thursday, Friday as well, with the playoffs starting over the weekend. So uh, maybe both the games on Thursday, break on Friday could be messed up with that. But obviously, the voting had to get in. Ballots due yes today, actually, for all NBA teams, uh, Rookie of the Year MVP, so... Not sure how much longer that'll take to come out, but I think it's extremely tough. Even this year, obviously being tougher with all the variables of not only the virus and protocols, but injuries and condensed schedules and things of that nature. So uh, I'll give what I have for my All-NBA first, second, and third team before I get out of here today, but did have a chat with Rich on that the other day. Grizzlies over the Spurs. I'll take the Lakers and the Warriors to come out of the West in the play-in. Switching over to the East. Pumped to see the Wiz up there as the eighth seed. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook deserves all first-team All-NBA because of that. Um, his last month and a half of this season were incredible. Um, his fourth season averaging a triple-double in his last five. This season averaging 22.2, 11.5 rebounds and 11.8 assists he did the league the league in assist which was now his third time in his career doing so a couple other topping the charts this year Clint Capella led the league in rebounds with 14.3 Russell Westbrook with assist 11.7 Rudy Gobert with blocks 2.7 Jimmy Butler with steals 2.1 Julius Randle with minutes 37.6 just to name a few there. Russell Westbrook, obviously incredible. I do think the Wiz get into the playoffs. Either the 7 or 8 seed, I believe it'll be the 7. I think they can take care of the Celtics. Uh, a lot of 
not only injury, but rumors surrounding not only Brad Stevens and just health of players, all of them basically shut down for the Knicks to get a win to clinch the fourth seed in the East, which is absolutely fire. Um, so they're not even close to the plan, but the Celtics are. Uh, I think the Celtics lose and fall out of the playoffs. I think the Celtics are in some serious trouble. I don't think they can beat the Wizards right now if Brad Beal is healthy. Uh, winning a game did the Wizards up against the Hornets, who are slated to play in the 9-10 slot um, just yesterday with Russell Westbrook not taking a shot in the final eight minutes. This dude's being different right now. Uh, I think the Wizards have a chance to potentially knock off either a one or two seed in the Brooklyn Nets or 76ers based on who they face, uh, just off depending on some of these other role players and Russ being able to continue what he's doing. If Brad Beal is healthy, I absolutely think the Wizards are a threat to do that. Um, definitely make them a tough series regardless of who they play, in my opinion, but I do think they make it. I think the Celtics have the potential to fall out. Being with the Pacers are very interesting. Sabonis is obviously a warrior. Uh, I saw Karis LeVert having a game the other day, last week, in which he went for, I believe it was 30, 31 and, where is it? What did he do? Yeah, he went for 31, 12, and three blocks. It was his first 30-10 game of his career. He's been balling, but I don't know the health of Brogdon. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on with the Pacers, I think. I think the Hornets can beat the Pacers, and I do also think the Hornets can beat the Celtics as well. I got the Hornets getting the eighth seed uh, out of the play in LaMelo Ball. Uh, rookie of the year, even with Anthony Edwards absolutely shining towards the back end. Uh, I do think there's a valid debate there, but I do think LaMelo Ball is the clear best rookie uh, this season, and for that, I do think he wins the award. Um, a lot of great stuff to be seen out of this play-in, and obviously a lot of great matchups to be seen when looking at the top six. Just a couple quick shout-outs. Obviously, I mentioned the Knicks and that. They're going to face off against the Hawks. First time since 2013, the Knicks clinch a playoff berth, uh, and it wasn't like they were clinching the eight play-in spot. Shout-out New York. Two top four seeds, and I know it's the East, but, hey, it's pretty legit to see the see the Knicks up there clinching four seed in the East. Home, home court advantage against the uh, – Hawks, and I think that's an incredible series with the fact that the Hawks haven't been there since 2017, really haven't been a relevant franchise since back during the Knicks' primetime years, and you're going to have these two teams eager and hungry to show that they belong. Uh, I think that's going to be a deep series, tough series for me to project. Uh, looking forward to linking up with Rich on that one, hopefully, once he returns before too long, but Got a tough few weeks at work for sure with things really ramping up, more tournaments. Uh, not only that I'm hosting or we're hosting at the course, but that I'm trying to play in, uh, trying to do, obviously, things as much as I can with the podcast, but gets really crammed up pretty quick and then things back up. So I'm just happy to be here as much as I can, uh, talking as much of the sports. But just want to remind everybody real quick that uh, the Knicks had 41 wins this year. They won 16 in the last 20 games, 3 of 6 on a West Coast road trip. 
they clinched, as I mentioned, the number four seed. But last year they only had 21 wins. They had a 2% chance, according to BPI, heading into this season to make a playoff berth. And they did so pretty handily. As I mentioned, the Nets clinched the two seed. Kyrie Irving became the ninth player to average a 50-40-90 season, 13th instance that happened um, on top of all of his antics. He's absolutely balling. 76ers clinched number one seed in the East. First time doing so since 2001. Obviously, AI, they have a 24.9% chance, according to BPI, to make the NBA Finals. The Nets clear favorite in the East, plus 220. Obviously, with Harden, Kyrie, and KD finally linking up for their eighth and ninth games. Basically, it was their eighth, because I don't even think they did their ninth. Uh, Mentioned... The Clippers having two tough losses on the back end, but to me that strategy, Serge Ibaka returned for the first time since March 14th. This past weekend had 16-7-4 in 17 minutes. Uh, but he, it'll be interesting to see uh, what the Clippers can do with their matchup with, I think it's the Nuggets. Uh, a lot of interesting matchups, uh, but that's basically, I think, to come once we see the play-in get slated out and... Tough for the one seeds and two seeds, but particularly the one seeds having to wait what could be until Thursday to know who they have to play um, and how that impacts some of those matchups may be interesting to follow. Um, Obviously, tons of great stuff happening in the NBA. Uh, Just crazy to see Dame Lillard getting the sixth seed for the Portland Blazers. Uh, Dame Lillard... One had to win tonight's game and 10 of his last 12 for that guy to not lose his house. Kept his promise. The thing I talked about on social media, Blazers getting the sixth seed over the Lakers who fall to the play. And as I mentioned, uh, Kyrie Irving, as I mentioned, becoming the ninth player, 13th instance in NBA history of a 50-40-90 season, 50.6 field goal, 40.2 from three, 92.2 from the free throw line. Shout out Kyrie Irving there. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the Brooklyn Nets can do, but I do think they are obviously championship or bust, and I believe it may be bust. The playoff rematch between the Heat versus the Bucks is super interesting to me. I think the Bucks are clearly better than they were last year and have something to prove, but the Heat are playing their best basketball right now and took care of them 4-1 last season in the bubble. Uh, obviously the Heat had an incredible ride, but Jimmy Butler, Bam, these guys staying healthy on the court in Miami. Can they take down the Bucks with their defensive strategy, or is Giannis able to make shots? Drew Holiday, the difference. Uh, I think the Bucks have a chance to knock off the Heat as much as I'm, I'm a Heat guy, but I do believe this is a six, seven game series, no doubt. Um, but it'll be interesting to definitely follow that. Um. Definitely write about the Knicks. Definitely write about the Wiz. Uh, certainly write about the Seas. We see if they can do anything in the play-in. Um, was wrong about the Nets for sure. They're getting up there to the two seed, but was not wrong about them not getting the one seed. Uh, Sixers getting the one seed, even though that doesn't bode well for them as Eastern Conference number one seeds over the past 12 postseasons, only two, the 2016 Cavs and 2013 Heat, have made the NBA Finals. Odds not looking great on their side, but is it a different time for the Sixers? Uh, 
we shall see. Obviously, tons of great stories with the NBA playoffs being sent, play-in, everything of that regard. Um, could talk about it basically for what seems to be hours, but I did have some other sports stuff to get into. I wanted to do that at some point, so... Let me touch on this before I take my quick break, which was the Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement this weekend. Uh, incredibly emotional, obviously, with the enshrinement of Kobe Bryant, done by Vanessa Bryant with Michael Jordan there as the presenter. Um, Vanessa Bryant, just incredible to see her strength, not only her, but her family's with the such graciousness and class, the fact she's able to get up there and speak the way she did. Um, highlighted by obviously Kobe Bryant, but an absolutely historic class with Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett. Um, I believe it's the all-time most all-star appearances, uh, combined titles between these guys is unreal. Um, but it wasn't just them. It was Kim Mulkey, Barbara Stevens, Eddie Sutton, Rudy Tabjanovich, uh, Tamika Ketchens, Patrick Bauman, a couple of... Uh, announcers in Michael Wilbon and I believe Mike Breen got in this year as well. Um, but yep, Mike Breen and Michael Wilbon officially got in. So it was incredible, but it was clearly highlighted by um, the fact that 16 months tragically after the whole situation with Kobe Bryant, uh, he's finally inducted into the Hall of Fame and Vanessa Bryant goes up there and gives an incredibly touching speech. Um, super emotional, obviously, uh, for her to be have to do that. Um, but the fact that she does it like that with such class um, is, in my opinion, just absolutely incredible. Uh, the 2021 Hall of Fame class was revealed, highlighted by Chris Bosh, Paul Pierce, Ben Wallace, and Chris Webber are the headline of the nine inductees. Um, also saw that a few others in... I'm not even sure that I saw a couple coaches. Uh, Jay Wright, I believe. Um, but that's coming up quick, I think, with them pushing back, I believe, the 2021, which we were waiting for on that. But... Uh, it was just incredible to watch. Uh, makes you think about, appreciate the fact that you're here. Obviously, the fact that Kobe's not here, and obviously that's going to affect their family, but just crazy to think about. Um, obviously, everybody has their own loss and tragedies, so it makes you reflect on your own, and having to do that for me is tough. So just seeing that and knowing how I felt about seeing that too. Um, that whole Kobe thing, uh, mama mentality, uh, just the way they're going to have to go on without obviously the father, husband, everything, uh, it's just so sad to me, man. It really is. And just helps me to see people, I guess, moving on, uh, to the best of their ability. Uh, but everyone does it at their own rate for sure. And that's kind of the harsh reality of this whole thing uh let's see covered a lot of nba there was checking in on some of the nfl or nhl i'm sorry playoff 
bracket. So I'll touch on some of those topics here after the break. Got some reads to get through. And I need a drink. Be right back here on the Seggy Station. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Seggy Station is brought to you by Callie's Love. Man's best friend is his dog. Shout the rest come out to many, but a life-saving pain to me. To me, not to promote you to a home, happiness, and a household, but I love a companion of a pet. Especially at a time like this, get yourself a little pet friend like mine as your local animal shelter, pound, and nursery. Save their life and they just might save yours. Now it's time for your Sports Center update. Albert Pujols is on the move, signing with the LA Dodgers for the remaining remainder of the season, of the MLB season. I believe they're picking up his contract for $325,000. Uh, the rich getting slightly richer. Why not? Even though they're not living up to expectations. Long season in the MLB. Mets looking good, though, Chew. Uh, Padres, GoDads looking good. Uh, not looking good for the Yankees. Shortstop Glaber Torres is now the ninth member of the organization to test positive just this week. Uh, I believe it said he had been fully vaccinated, which is something I'm also trying to figure out. Mentioned Kyrie Irving becoming the ninth player, 13th instance in the NBA history to shoot at least 50, 40, 90 in a season. But making headlines by basically saying he doesn't want to talk much about basketball and shouting out a lot of very valid points uh, that people just genuinely just don't want to hear. And I certainly respect it, even though he's getting a lot of hate for it. Giants signed former first round wide receiver Kelvin Benjamin, who famously was quoted by Booger McFarlane from being a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. Well, he is switching to tight end. Last played in the NFL in 2018. I'm sure we'll get some hate for that. But, hey, just another weapon for Daniel Jones. I'm pumped about it. Panthers rookie J.C. Horn announces he will wear number 8 in honor of Kobe. Fans who showed up to get vaccinated at Talagatus Super Speedway in Alabama on Saturday got to drive two laps on the track in their own car or truck. Pretty sweet to see there. Definitely something you could see in the South, taking your own car or truck on the racetrack. Pretty sweet. Rapper J. Cole makes his debut in the African Basketball League the same weekend of his album drop, the offseason. I believe I saw he had three points and a few rebounds. He's playing for the Patriots B-Ball Club in Rwanda. Pat McAfee show. Love checking in on that, some of the posts on that. He had a post basically saying that, no big deal here, just a lieutenant saying that they see aliens every day. Um, I don't know. Maybe people do. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, but Baker Mayfield swears by it, and he said he wouldn't do anything or think about doing anything that he wouldn't do. Mentioned the WNBA, their 25th season celebration. But news in the WNBA is Brianna Stewart signs a multi-year shoe deal with Puma and will get her own signature shoe. Conor McGregor sells a majority of stake in whiskey brand for about $600 million. Evan Fournier says, quote, I've been feeling really weird, like I have a concussion, after testing positive for COVID-19 over a month ago. Finally, Ravens rookie Ben Cleveland details freeze-dried squirrel diet, ain't got no deer meat left, fry up a squirrel or two. Tune back in, next segment here, Seggy Station Podcast, much love for all the support shown to the podcast 
always follow along on all my platforms, as I always mention. Quick shout-out to Sabrina Ionescu, who just played three games last year in her rookie season, just her fourth game. She had a game-winner, 25-10-5, first-ever player to produce that stat line in a WNBA opener. Uh, she obviously connected to Kobe Bryant, had a very great press conference after the fact, and WNBA is obviously making a huge leap, and y'all should definitely certainly check that out. Let's see. Definitely want to touch in on the NHL playoffs and that schedule. After talking about the fight that happened right before the playoffs last week between the Rangers and Capitals, uh, just in time for playoff hockey, which playoff hockey is all about. Basically, survival of the fittest. Song I just played for instrumental reads today. Um, trying to get through. I saw the odds, saw the bracket, and obviously with a 56-game sprint, few COVID-19 related delays, the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs are officially here, set, starting, playing. Had a few game ones this weekend. Um, obviously, it's basically the most hard-stopping time if you're a hockey guy, if you're a sports fan, to be checking in on. Some of the goals, uh, just to mention real quick, the sports center and all that I think is not great, but the best one out of all the sports centers is SVP during late night. I mean, that dude is hilarious. Him going, woo, woo, outlet, uh, just covering hockey with Barry Melrose, golf, NBA, NFL, all the stories with his dude. Uh, definitely the best uh, sports center. So just need to give SVP a quick shout out. Um, when he was a member at WAMP, that was fire. And I did fix one of his golf clubs, which I will certainly always remember, even though he moved to D.C. Not sure if I'll ever get the chance to meet him again, but he was definitely sweet to get to meet and talk to. Uh, and he definitely has the most fire ESPN platform, show, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm pumped to check in on at least some of the NHL playoffs, see how some of that breaks down, see I'm sure my boss, we were watching the game because he's a Penguins guy. Uh, I think they got the win the other day against the Rangers. Um, but, yeah, just getting through to some of those series, obviously with the conferences being slightly different um, with the COVID, uh, how that's going to impact some of these playoff series, I don't know. Um, wish I could link up with Rich, the hockey guy I had here one time. Uh, I don't know if Chewy knows more about hockey. I know Rich doesn't. And I try and at least follow as much of it as I can, but don't really have the details on much of the players besides a dude in Connor McDavid who was the fastest in 25 season to score 100 points, and he did so in just 51 games or something crazy, 53 games. Uh, pretty wild. See if they're able to do anything. Uh, not looking good for... The Rangers, if they're playing the Penguins, I don't know if I'm rooting for the Penguins for my boss or not, but uh, got the Bruins in there versus Washington. Saw that game the other night. Uh, Carolina's in there as a one seed. Yeah, they got one through four all all over. I don't know if it's always like that. That's be, that'd be an interesting thing to look look into, or somebody to let me know. Uh, but definitely check up in to the NHL playoffs if obviously you're a fan of hockey or fan of sports. Obviously, I think it's a great time. 
Uh, don't really have a lot of insight on the MLB besides I'm not sure if Jake DeGrom's made it back yet. The Mets are still doing pretty good. Uh, mentioned the Padres, Yankees in there, slight bump with COVID, but still winning games. But just a quick shout out to my boy Dukes, uh, Rich as well, I guess, uh, the Red Sox. Had a 24-36 record in 2020 60s game season. They are currently 25-16. and 16. Uh, Red Sox putting on a performance this year. No one really would have thought of that, I don't think. Even though they get Alex Cora back. I don't know, maybe they're cheating again. Who knows? But good to see the Red Sox playing well. Better than anybody would have expected. Because I'm saying the Red Sox, do they got any chance to be better than the Yankees or any of these teams? And Chewie's laughing at me. But, hey, 25-16 and 16 is, in my opinion, not bad. What is that? 40, almost 50 games in. So, inching up on just less than 100 games to go. I mean, definitely be interesting to see how the MLB and everything goes with the season unfolding. Uh Obviously, depth. I was listening to the MLB countdown the other night. Depth, durability, uh, not only with injuries and main superstars getting shut down for a week, two weeks, months, whatever it is, but obviously COVID impact and protocols still impacting sports. Uh, we've seen it in the NBA. We've seen it, obviously, in the NBA, MLB still, and you're going to see it, hopefully not, but in the playoffs, potentially for any of these playoff teams when it comes that time uh never mind the nfl trying to start back up come fall time and get fully packed stadiums who knows what it'll be like um but i guess the more people get vaccinated the better but if people are getting vaccinated and still testing positive i don't get that as well um seems to be a a lot of stuff to unfold and we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens with all that, I guess, not only with these playoffs and sports teams, but the MLB and their long, very long uh, season. Uh, interesting to see what Chewy would have to say about how the Mets are doing, uh, just the rest of the league. Saw a couple injuries. Also saw and told Chew that Sunday, September 12th at 4.25 p.m. in ETH, East Rutherford, New Jersey, the Giants will be taking on the Broncos first game of the season, and he's certainly going to have something to say about that, as will I, so hopefully I get to see him at some point. Excited for the NFL season to come along, and there's a lot to cover with some NFL topics. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll have time for all that today, but uh, obviously still trying to catch up on the draft, some of the updates from undrafted free agents and signings on some of those teams. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers saga continues. We still wait to hear what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. And on top of that, we're inching closer to another season for some of these up-and-coming quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, who's going to get in, when they're going to get in, who's going to start day one. Uh, a lot of intriguing stuff, obviously, in the NFL, which is always a high talked about highly talked about topic uh, across sports um let's see i did have some updates on that let's see if i'll be able to get those in uh 
I saw that Najee Harris on transferring to the NFL said, quote, we've got a hell of free time compared to Alabama. I thought that was pretty wild. Um, saw that KH Lee was a champion on the PGA Tour this week, this past weekend at the AT&T. Byron Nelson scores stupid low. I saw the cut was like four or five under. Uh, 80th career start for Lee, first career win. Um, did make him eligible for this week's PGA Championship, which is also a major tournament on tour coming up this week. Obviously, as a golf guy, I'm pumped for this. Love majors in golf. Love checking in on majors in golf. Hope Raj is doing well. My golf guy, haven't had him on here in a minute, but hopefully be able to link up with him at some point again. Talk some of the stuff going on with sports, and I'm sure he'd be pumped, at least a little pumped about what the Giants are doing this offseason. I think having a great offseason. Talked about it a little bit. Going to have to skip on that today, but golf is one of my favorite things uh not only watching some of these majors and appreciating how hard this game is but knowing that i play it and try and compete at it um the best for it the best part of the game for me and why i like doing what i do which i'm sure people can appreciate if they enjoy doing what they do but i i'm able to like help people um i had this lesson the other day i've had plenty of golf lessons where i've being able to walk away with a smile on my face. But in this one in particular, uh, just some of the feedback I've been getting, which normally never happens, but had a eighth grade kid, uh, baseball player, which I played plenty of baseball throughout my life and re- don't regret it, but in a way I'd be much better at golf if I didn't. Um, I'm not sure if I got this kid completely away from baseball, but I did get him to understand why he was struggling with his golf swing, uh, Saw he was out the next day, saw him hitting some great shots. And I think being able to help people in that regard, whether you're an avid golfer, pro golfer, beginner golfer, I think anybody that can give you any type of help, support, um, just analysis when talking about the game of golf uh, is important because you don't know what your swing looks like, what you're doing, unless you are a pro, unless you have video up on your backswing, inswing, whatever you're doing. And for the average average person that doesn't golf and then watches the PGA or the Masters or any golf tournament or tries to golf and doesn't continue doing it because they don't really know how, uh, I recommend you take a golf list lesson with over 18,000 active PGA members across this country um, with plenty of great insight in which in anything you do, if you know what you're doing wrong and have the chance to potentially fix it or correct it, it's a much better feeling and in my opinion makes it much less frustrating and hopefully easier and more fun. Uh, but definitely excited for the PGA Championship this week. And everything obviously the golf has to offer for us golf heads uh did have a couple updates in the nfl that i wanted to cruise through quickly uh let's see which were i wanted to touch on some of these undrafted free agents i saw going back to trying to catch up on the draft here uh 
The Eagles signing Jamie Newman uh, as a quarterback, undrafted free agent out of Wake Forest, which I thought was very interesting. I'm curious of what Duke thinks of his offseason by his Eagles. Hopefully I'll get to see him at some point. Chief signing Shane Bouchel, who is an undrafted free agent out of, I don't even know what logo that is. I'm usually pretty good with the logos, but he's signing with the Chiefs. Alabama's Dylan Moses is signing with the Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars are also getting an undrafted signing in Josh Imatura Febe, which I maybe said that right, but I highly doubt it. A lot of people talking about the Jags and their offseason moves, particularly the addition of Urban Meyer and the one-year signing of Tim Tebow. Don't feel like touching on that today. Titans are signing Miller Forrestall, who's a tight end out of Alabama, undrafted free agency signing. Seahawks signing Cade Johnson out of the Jackrabbits. Felipe Franks, Texas quarterback. Arkansas quarterback, I'm sorry, signing with the Falcons undrafted free agent signing, which was interesting to me. The Browns signing Marvin Wilson as an undrafted free agent signing, only bolstering that defensive line. And Washington signing Jared Peterson, if you all remember, covered on the podcast. NCAA record, uh, I think it was seven or eight touchdowns. For the Buffalo, uh, I'm not even sure where he was at. Just Buffalo University, maybe. Uh, tied a record, I know that. And he just signs undrafted with the Washington football team. Could be a unreal two-headed monster with what we saw out of Tan- Antonio Gibson last year. Uh, not ideal for me as a Giants fan. Uh, mention this as there was eight QBs taken in the first three rounds of the 2021 draft, most in draft history. And obviously there's plenty of intrigue with what is going to be happening with those rookies. Um, plenty to catch up on still with the NBA draft, but I'm sorry, NFL draft, but I've still been waiting to see and hopefully link up with a few people to do that. So I'll hopefully save that for another time. Uh, I did have an interesting topic that I posted last week on my Instagram page, but didn't really talk about, forgot to talk about. Probably shouldn't have been doing the podcast anyways, but was hyped to be doing it. The fact that I don't have much time. So when I do have time, I do enjoy trying to get in to do it. So the fact that I saw the post now, I'm certainly going to have to ask the boys this at some point, but... I'll have to touch on it now so I don't seem like a moron. Uh, Which scenario do you think is more likely, that Brady repates or Belichick misses the playoffs? This is an interesting question for me. Uh, I don't think Brady repeats, and I also don't think that Belichick has a chance to make the playoffs. And I know they have this unreal offseason in a lot of people's eyes, um, but some of these, in my opinion, are... Uh, desperation moves in which you're kind of overreaching for some of these players signing splashy type of guys in which you don't really know what it's going to be. Uh, some of them uh, could pan out, but the loss of Julian Edelman, who is not going to join Brady and Gronk joking around with him on the Pat McAfee show. He did say that he's done. Um, I assume that that was the case, but who knows? He could potentially always come back out and 
change his mind, but I doubt it. Uh, Pat McAfee show is kind of hilarious. These guys are absolutely reckless. And the video the other day is a dude at an MLB game getting popped in the face. As we all get back into society, let's remember people. Remember, people will punch you right in the mouth. Uh, yeah, more and more people getting out after not being out for so long and with probably a lot of built-up whatever, anger, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's kind of funny to see some of this stuff with now a lot of fans back in the stands. Uh, I did see the average ticket price for the Buccaneers-Patriots game in New England on October 3rd is $1,370. With prices as high as twelve thousand on Ticketmaster, and according to Vivid Seats, uh, that'll be an interesting matchup, obviously. But I don't think the Bucks repeat even returning all these starters: Antonio Brown, twenty-two of twenty-two starters; Tom Brady back; Bruce Arians back; incredible Super Bowl run. Uh, I think that's just what it was. Uh, I don't see them able to repeat like the two thousand three four Patriots. I don't see Brady able to have a season unlike he had last season which was in my opinion slightly mediocre even when they got to the playoffs but better in the playoffs defense and running game was elite and they were able to get on a hot run which happens in the nfl all the time because of its format win in advance take care of your business and you got a chance to win get there and you got a chance to do so and the bucks did all that all the credit in the world uh, but being able to do that back-to-back years, Chiefs being able to potentially get to three straight Super Bowls, I think is not taking into account how hard that really is. And I don't see the Bucks being able to do that. I also see the Buffalo Bills not taking a downfall with Josh Allen being second last year in MVP votes. The Dolphins up and coming with plenty of good additions this offseason and to a second year a lot of people saying schedule is tough i think there's a lot of tough schedules in the nfl and you just have to see what teams are actually making the right progress i think miami is um in that regard is the patriots going up with their offseason moves just this offseason i know they spend as much money as they do most in franchise history for an offseason for Bill Belichick I know he takes a QB in the first round first time he's ever do that didn't have to do it when you have Tom Brady for 20 years so these are reaches for me that we really don't know how these are going to pan out and in my opinion that could have them winding up missing the playoffs with an extra game in the regular season with the division Jets also a lot of question marks around what they will be who knows how good the Patriots will actually be I got those both on the low side. Uh, Interesting topic, though. Uh, Most likely, I think, would be Patriots making the playoffs, but I don't think it happens. Uh, The Hawks made the playoffs. Record since Nate McMillan took over, 25 wins, 11 losses. Uh, Pumped to see that matchup. Knicks Hawks had that real quick. Saw... Udonis Haslam, who received a standing ovation when checking into his first game this season for the Heat. Uh, He played a total of about five minutes, was ejected on a flagrant two, and probably was his last game. Going out in style, though. Uh, Typical Udonis Haslam style. Uh, Just wanted to shout him out quick. Basically, (laughs) I don't even know. That was just hilarious. Uh, A lot of funny stuff, a lot of sad stuff. Uh, it's basically what you get out of sports, life, anything. Uh, you just gotta 
keep everything as, as close to reality and the way you see things as you can and just keep moving on, uh, not only with the sports topics and the life topics, but just when looking at daily things going on, uh, trying to link up with friends, trying to meet new people, anything. Uh, it's all stuff I've been really figuring out. And as much as being alone is kind of shitty sometimes, uh, I think I've grown to just be used to it and appreciating it more and appreciating the fact that if I'm not doing that, I'm not able to pod or I'm not able to do the things I like to do as much, which are or get some things done around the house, chill with my dog, watch sports. Uh, I don't really like being taken out of the things I like to do, and I've learned to really appreciate that, even though I've lost a lot of things along the way. And I appreciate all the people that support thoroughly what I like to do, which is come out here and rip some sports talk and give you a little bit of insight on what's going on with me and I know that means something to some people that listen out there as much as it means something to me as well. Uh, don't really have much more to cover today with the pod. Uh, Going to be a wild sports week for sure. I don't know when I'll be back. Uh, I know I got a half day tomorrow, but I'm not sure I'll be podding. The rest of the week, definitely not. So I'll just be tuning in to following everything going on with sports. And hopefully, not sure if I'll be able to even link up next week with Monday, Tuesday golf tournament. Who knows if the boys are around in the afternoon. The rest of the week, I'll be working because those are my days off. So could be a minute until I'm back unless I'm doing like a night thing. Uh, I don't even know. I will have to get in, in some of those predictions Hopefully, just like a random solo as the standings are set. Uh, I wanted to get in my all-NBA teams real quick. The fact that Joel Embiid, though, is a center and forward and played 100% of his minutes this season at center, I don't understand why the NBA doesn't just make this positionless when Rich is trying to tell me all the rules, two guards, two forwards, all the way through, and a center in each when there's five. I don't think it's the top 15 players in the league then because it ends up not being that because of the fact that you put those restrictions on it just make it positionless and if you're going to give guys the like Joel Embiid he's not the only one PG Luca guys that can be at both a guard and forward or forward and center position how is that fair to these other guys uh, I really don't understand that ballots are due today I have LaMelo Ball as Rookie of the year, slight edge above Anthony Edwards, who I mentioned. Uh, incredible season, who I think has some serious stuff to give to the Minnesota Timberwolves organization going forward. Keep an eye on this man for sure. Uh, sixth man of the year, I think Jordan Claxton wrapped that up. Uh, I think Derrick Rose definitely deserves to be in that conversation. Nearly 15 points, 14.7 off the bench for the New York Knicks since joining them. New York Knicks in the fourth seed. Um, I think quickly would be in my uh, third for rookie of the year. But Macalakai Flynn, I think, for the Raptors is a 91. Uh, defensive player of the year. I think 
that's tough for me because Gobert and a lot of things that Rich has talked about are similar to my whole thing with Jokic and Stats. Uh, I think there's plenty of argument to be made for uh, Ben Simmons, and he might be able to win that award. Did he play enough games? We'll see. That's the knock on these guys. But I think it's seen all across the league, and as much as you see the inflation in points and stats, I think you're seeing that in guys missing time. Uh, probably missing another few. Coach of the year uh, is probably going to go to, I think, either Nick's Tom Thibodeau or Monty Williams. Uh, my All-NBA team are probably... A little bit slightly controversial, but I'd go first team Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, Giannis, Julius Randle, Jokic. Second team CP3, Luka, PG, Embiid, Gobert. Third team Dame, Donovan Mitchell, Zion, Bam, Clint Capella. Don't at me. That's all I had for the airwaves today. Appreciate all listening as always, and as always, still have no shame what I had to say. Till next time, enjoy them sports people. You're listening to Seggy Station. Much love. Stay safe. See you next time. Deuces.